Hi, this is Marlene with Miami Ghost Chronicles, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Stories of the Supernatural. Wherever you find us, whether it's a video on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform, please like and subscribe to us so that you can get notification of when a new show is released. You can also find us on major social media platforms where I give you a heads up about upcoming shows and which date and time they will be aired. If you go to MiamiGhostChronicles.com, you can find links to the shows, MP3 files which you can download, or links to your favorite platform like iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and all other major sources. You can find information for upcoming and past talk show appearances as well as new book projects at MarlenePardo.com. You can also purchase books and merchandise there. And you can visit my author page on Amazon at Marlene Pardo Pelliser. Due to popular demand, I'm narrating my True Believer stories that have collected throughout the years in a new series called Supernatural Storytime. You can find links at SupernaturalStoryTime.com. If you are into classic horror, ghosts, and adventure stories, I narrate some of those at Nightshade Diary. And you can find links at NightshadeDiary.com. If you would like to read noteworthy news about the paranormal world, true crime, conspiracy stories, and anything that is just plain weird, you can visit the Stranger Than Fiction Stories tab at MiamiGhostChronicles.com. I do want to thank you all for being part of my audience, and I think you are all wonderful. Hi everybody, this is Marley with Miami Ghost Chronicles Stories of the Supernatural. How is everybody doing? Good, I hope. And what I mean good, I hope, is that even though... You might not be seeing this for just a little bit sooner than you think. Um, right now, you know, in the United States, we're dealing with the reality of the COVID-19, the Wuhan flu, the Kung flu. I mean, there's a million names for it. Coronavirus, um, which has altered everybody's reality very, very quickly. Um, and I, I, I don't think... I mean, it's, it's affecting the entire world, but I'm going to speak in general to the United States because, you know, we all kind of share more or less a similar lifestyle. It doesn't matter where in the United States you live. And so I think that, I don't think there's anybody that has not been affected by it. Obviously, some more than others, especially uh, if you have a family member or a friend that's been affected or you have um, a family member that's a first responder or works in the medical field, but somewhere I don't think there is anybody that has not been affected by this scenario. Um, that could that even the the, the smallest towns, uh, they're 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 being they're, there's no way that you could be that isolated that you're not being affected some way shape, whether it's because self ice you know the 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 the, the law well not the laws but you know some counties some states they basically you have to quarantine yourselves or the six feet across from another person and masks you know it differs depending on where you're at in the united states but anyway all of this came about really really quick for for most people uh so that's why i'm saying i'm doing good luckily my family's doing well um and uh you know like i'll tell you you know uh I stay with my husband on our home, you know, on our farmhouse. And as you know, I've got my chickens and everything. And like a few days ago, I gathered a bunch of eggs. I contacted all my kids and I did it like I call an egg run. 
because around here there was a shortage of eggs. Basically, I dropped off like two dozen eggs at each stop I made. Uh, and I didn't even go inside their houses, you know. I told them, you know, I left the stuff there, you know, and which is really difficult, by the way. You know, we, we stay in touch, obviously, you know, uh, you know, on the phone or, you know, apps and everything. But it's, you know, it's very difficult just to say, here, something, you know, my daughter, mom, you know, I need some uh, some hand soap. I had a big giant bottle of hand soap. I dropped it off, you know, uh, have all those things. But it's like, but then we came back home. It was like a one day thing and, and we stayed home. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's a twist to most people's reality, depending of course on your circumstances. But, and I, I don't wanna be a pessimist because I don't believe in it, but the more time goes by, I think that when this dust settles on this, things will never be the same in our minds because this will always be that one moment where people will, uh, almost like what happened with 9-11, even if you weren't there, because, because in a way, this is more far-reaching in 9-11. Because yeah, it affected the entire nation because they witnessed it, but of course the people that lived in New York or their first responders were the ones that were actually affected by it firsthand. But here, everybody's been affected where the reality, our reality, the way we view our lives is never going to be able to be pre this event. And I think some good and some bad will come up and we'll see what happens with it. But anyway, let's get on to the good stuff. Um, of course, and thank God I do this online because otherwise, what? Um, I have a gentleman here that I've had before you guys loved the last interview we did and who I'm speaking about is Christian McLeod, the cryptid guy. And for those of you who are not familiar with Christian, he's the director and lead investigator of the ACAPS, uh, which stands for Asheville Cryptid and Paranormal Society. Uh, he has over 24 years of experience investigating cryptids and paranormal activities. He's a uh, passionate for studying uh, and preserving the Native American tribe culture, folklore, and legends. Uh, he's also knows about the topics such as the occult, the UFOs, forbidden archeology, span Freemasons, the Knights Templar, uh, secret societies and many other governmental cover-up allegations, conspiracy theories. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, we were, we were before we started rolling, we were talking about all these different scenarios that, uh, that have been, that everybody wanders about, especially now that you have so much time at home to think about them. But anyway, we're, we're, we've got a lot of interesting things to talk about. So uh, if you could help me welcome Christian, how are you doing today, Chris? I am excellent. Thank you so much for having me again, Marlene. It is a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you. And you know what? I was listening listening to your opening, and uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no. I, was, I was listening to your opening, and and uh, I can't help but feel the same way. It's like it's like we're in a different world. It's like this is is this really happening right now? And and I just uh, before we start, I just want to make sure all your viewers just always 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 do one thing, and that's just be smart, use common sense, and yes. be safe. Because you're right, this is going to be over soon, hopefully. But I think you're right. I don't think the world's ever going to be the same again. No, and I don't mean that in a. I don't want to say that in a negative. No, way. I don't either. But mentally, I think that you know, because I know there's there's a lot of people with jobs. Maybe they don't have a job to go back to. I'm talking besides that, but I'm saying mentally, 
you this this is the the one break the, the you know how the bc you know ad kind of thing i know it's not oh, yeah. that, that monumental but everything will be referenced as before and after this coronavirus you're absolutely right thing. yeah, yeah I, I agree because it's going to change everything like mm-hmm. we, we were briefly talking about like uh, how we feel so bad for the for students you know like especially like kids graduating seniors mm-hmm. because they're missing all those memories that they're not going to have so like this is going to be the year that it didn't happen you know and I, I just i feel bad for them but i think you're right i think it's this is going to be a monumental time in history where it's like this is before and this is after and now this is what we do after right. it's like now i you know i was in the grocery store and everyone's wearing masks and you know the first couple times i saw it it was like it's crazy now it's you know you expect to see it yeah it's just yeah. it's crazy yeah it's very and, strange times we're living in let me tell you something in the you know how everything happens Two weeks ago, my dishwasher broke down. Two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago. It was like, oh, talk about the worst. You know, I mean, I know there's worse things that can break down. But bottom line, thank yeah, God, you know, thing. Home Depot was still open. But when we went there, they they had drawn like a taped off area, like the girls, you know, in the, in the appliance center. She had her desk and you had to sit X amount of space away from her, which they demarcated, you know, to talk mm-hmm. about the purchase. <laughs> because I was asking you, I get it. It was like a surreal moment, like, oh my God, you know? And she's looking at us like apologetic, and we're like, don't worry about it. We get it. We understand. Um, But yeah, it was like, I mean, how can I say it? Most people, you know, you know how that body space that normally people have around each other? Mm -hmm. Most people honor it. Yeah, a little bubble that, like, okay, I'm not going to crowd you unless, especially if I don't know you or, or in a scenario like that. But it was like, you can tell she felt you can tell she had gotten like all the you know she goes no some customers understands and others don't but you need to sit put the chairs like on the other side of that line i was like okay don't worry about it we know this is not your decision it's okay um but yeah it's little things like that that give you like uh like a little kick in the head kind of moment like okay um, yeah, this is real. It's actually happening. Got it. God forbid you sneeze. If you have an allergy <laughs> yeah. attack, you might as well just stay home. Because I, you I will am taking my third tech before I walk out that front door. <laughs> <laughs> you will clear a store. People will be like running from you, like ah. Uh, yeah. I was uh, I was in the grocery store and I was picking up a few things, and this this older woman, <laughs> she, she gets a cart and she's in front of me. And she looks at me, and like there was lines on the floor. Yeah. And uh, she looks at me. And she goes, you "See where that tape is, right?" And I said, "Yes, ma'am." She goes, "Don't get any closer than that tape." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah, All right then. It's, it's, All right then. That's exactly what she that, said. That is like, yeah, <laughs> and and like like I said, you know, if we go shopping, food shopping at the local Walmart, you know, the the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And if they tally how many t- the people walk in, you know, they've, they've, I've never, they've never been enough people that they've said, no, you can't, or there's a line, but they put this poor person on here, like doing this little tally stroke. And, uh, my husband, he's the new each, guy. Yeah. Had a, yeah, I know. It's like, who's that? Yeah. Who's, who's, the, who's going to get this? Let's draw straws. No, 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 no. You, you're the lowest guy in the totem pole. But yeah, it was like me and my husband, we each had a cart and, and I tell the guy, well, he's with me and he goes, no, I got a I gotta count each cart. I was like, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's it's insignificant stuff, and we laugh about it because, in a way, it's funny to us because, you know, it's like 
Well, if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. You know? Well, I, mean, it's, it's, I think it's, it's that things change so rapidly that it's like there was no lead up to this where, no. um, like I said, that, that, that if you sneeze, people look at you like, like all alarmed. And it's like, what, where, where did, where, how did we get here? And by this, I don't mean to say how serious it is, but at the same time, people can sneeze and it doesn't mean they're sick. People sneeze because something, they have an allergy or you, know, you sneeze. It's like, and it's like, yeah, people like get wigged out over some such a human thing. Whereas before you sneeze and people say, bless you or whatever. It's like, yeah. <laughs> they say something else that ends in you. Now, you know, it's like everybody clears <laughs> around you like, Phew. Uh, he gets so, beat up. Someone throws a watermelon at you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and there's a lot of and 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 we were talking about you know, there's some what you were saying about being safe, but that there's um, a degree of how logical am I going to be about this? But there's people out there that are really, 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 really scared. Okay, illogically scared. Oh yeah, that they mean? are. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, I, I've seen. I mean, I see it too. I mean, you know, like we've got these these people and they're walking around and you know. They've got gloves. They've got the breather on. I mean, you know, I get it. And they're terrified. You can tell they're terrified to go out, but they have to go out. I mean, it's just the way it is. So I, I guess it's our new normal. I mean, right. you know, and I was reading, you know, and then you have these, these people that are lunatics, like, uh, you know, uh, someone in a grocery store was purposely sneezing and spitting on this fruit. And what I guess you that? see that. See that. And then, like and then all these people got, ta all these people tackled them or, or her. I don't know who it was. Yeah. But this person got tackled. I don't, you know, blame and them. I, I don't blame them, but I mean, I mean, they're just, I mean, people are losing it. Well, because it's, they're it's like, getting they're crazy like, out there. Yeah. And it, it's really, and it's funny, but for all you know, this person absolutely doesn't have it, but they're just trying to yeah. basically screw with people's heads. And it's yeah. like, this is the wrong thing to do, do that. because people, whereas before they'd be like, you pig, what are you doing? Okay. Yeah. Now you're going to get killed. <laughs> now, exactly. It's like, yeah. Good luck. Even the old lady is going to come after you with an, you know, and club you with something. Yeah, that's that's what I'll do you in with their cane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, and we were talking about also, um, you know, that up to a point, you know, this is this is reality. But you know how we've been primed because in the last few years we've had these onslaughts of the zombie, zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah, zombie apocalypse. Yep. And even though, of course, we're not talking here zombies, but it's always been. If you look at all these movies or stories or whatever, it, it happens from one day to the next where life as you know it suddenly comes to a screeching halt. And we were talking about, I'm sure that everybody, when this started to roll out where people were being told to stay home, work from home or whatever, everybody was having these flashbacks to that last movie or series that they saw of some zombie movie oh, yeah. going, what? I was I was thinking Walking Dead myself. Yeah, I mean, Walking I was like, Dead, yeah, great. exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Great, I'm going to have to get to the woods. <laughs> right, you know, like, should I go get a samurai sword just in case? Like, like yeah, am I going to be the next case. Michonne? You know, like, yeah. Don't have to reload that thing, yeah. Yeah, it's like, whatever. I mean, yeah, that, that you know, and even though the people know that that was it's strictly fiction, but I think the premise of the story, which is what happens when society kind of like from one moment to the next loses the anchors that keep us in place, law and order and all this thing, what happens? Well, I mean, yeah, but 
but you're right there too because it, you know it's it's a couplefold though. If you look at it this way, it's like it happened because we were pushing the boundaries of medical science, mm-hmm. and we did something we shouldn't have. Uh, and right. what are we doing now? We're always doing that. Exactly. I'm still not convinced this wasn't a man-made right. virus. I know we had a little, we talked a little bit about yes. that. Yes. I mean, I'll I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, but it would not surprise me if this wasn't man-made. Right. Because the way it seems to attack people, you know, going after the lungs and the heart and all that other stuff, yes. that to me just doesn't seem like a normal virus. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. As a, a normal, functioning human being in this society, that just seems a little bit much to me. But, you know, I could be wrong. Well, I hope I am. Is, but, this I, you is know. The, the thing that, you know, they recognize some, a lot of these viruses sometimes they do start out with animals but they don't mutate to where humans can become infected. In other words, they don't jump the species barrier. And I think that that's where some right. people think, like, how did that happen? Was this uh, something exactly. that was tweaked in a lab to be able to affect humans, whereas it, on its own, it would it would have just stayed affecting or infecting an animal, whatever animal it originated from? Or was there something done to it? Um where all of a sudden, you know, I don't know, but you're right. Uh, and, and I mean, God knows there's, there's, I mean, it's not like there haven't been sicknesses or plagues, you know, throughout human history. There has been, uh, but, and, and it's, it's of course, and, and I want to say there's so much different because we have travel, you know, we have air travel. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you look at historically at most plagues, they usually would come in through port cities. You know where ships would come in. Exactly. Yeah. They would come in through port cities, and then but then it would spread slow. It was because, of course, you didn't have the type of travel that we have now. Within a few hours, you could be in another continent. Um, so I mean, we're in a moment in history as far as contagion is concerned that it's unprecedented. You know, like in other, um, like before, and um, and I think that uh. uh like we were saying, the the reality is, you know, which I think a lot of it is still like there's a big question mark with a lot of what has to do with this, whether the origins of it, um, who are the most vulnerable, you know, eventually how many of us actually could die from it. Because let's face it, the majority of the population has not been tested. You know, how much truth is there that a lot of people are asymptomatic or other people think that they just have a head cold? For all they know, they never get a full uh, hospitalization type event. Um, so I mean, right, and all the people they encounter, they're infecting other people, right? I mean, right, so. yeah, they they could be shedding, yeah. and you know, like even there's a lot of stuff like chickenpox. There's a bunch of other diseases that you could be spreading before you become down with symptoms yourself. Uh, but we have things to treat them with. But and I don't think we're if and when we get answers, it's still a long ways down the road. Till we get actually definitive answers to a lot of those questions, the reality. Yeah, but that's is, a key phrase right there. Definitive answers. Uh, See, we're not ever going to get. We're not ever going to get definitive answers. Well, and that's they're going to give us the, some broad strokes here, but I don't think we're ever going to know the whole gambit of what's really going on here. Because, well, normally when when things are done like that, it's to help somebody escape responsibility for it. In my opinion, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why. Oh yeah. Something is is like given like uh you know what is it when they don't lie they just omit the truth portions of it that kind of yeah thing. exactly we don't know what that was I think that eventually that but you know that because let's face it I I don't think 
that, and again, I'm going to speak as an American, and I don't think Americans are going to just forget about this and like, okay, well, that's over. No, No, people eventually are going to want answers about this. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I think you made a good point when we were we were prepping off air. I think you, know, you made a real good point where I think this is going to make people want to have an American um, foundation for manufacturing again oh, yes. because you know everyone's gonna. I don't want to. I mean, I you know a lot of people aren't going to want to buy anything made in China now. I mean, this is just a, you know it's another. It's just kind of a slap in the face that I'm you know if all this not, stuff is true, I you know. Did not realize not till now. Okay, I did not realize how many medications. Not only out of in China, but in other countries, they're not manufactured in the United oh, yeah. States. I didn't realize that. I, I had like, no what? clue. It was like, in my what? head. Yeah. It was I'm sorry, like, Marlon, but in, in my head. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll get to. But I was going to say, in my head, I, I thought all the pills and everything we took here in America were made here. Because yeah. you know, everyone's always complaining about pharmaceutical prices. Yeah. I always thought it was because they were made here. I, I was just naive and ignorant. I did not know. <laughs> I had well, no clue that everything was made or everywhere else. You know what? And 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 this is and this is another thing that sometimes if it's manufactured, sometimes it's not even the actual drug, the ingredients that go. And you know, and if you see, mm-hmm. let's say, uh, let's say the manufacturer is an American company, okay, everybody assumes stupidly. You know what they say about assuming that mm-hmm. um, that it's manufactured here in the United States. And they don't realize that it could be manufactured or the actual ingredients come. In other words, if those ingredients are not provided to the company, even if they do have, they're here in the United States, they still can't manufacture it. And it was like, I think that in a way, I want to say it's a silver lining amidst all this that's going on where people are are having that what? (laughs) WTF moment? Uh, Oh, yes, that's all uh, going, um, wait a minute, you mean that if any of these countries outside the United States decide to hold us hostage for medicines, let's say you're one somebody that has some type of illness that you need to take a daily dose of whatever, that you all of a sudden, somebody could withhold these drugs from us, and what would happen? You know, uh, I think a lot of people... We'd have, have to manufacture it here. Well... That's what I'm hoping, but it's like, okay, how how fast can they? How can? And, and, and I know. Yeah, how that, fast? Well, the fast and let's face it, it, it also also comes down to the bottom line, you know, the, the bean money, counters, yeah. the bean counters, saying, well, you know what? If we now uh, manufacture this whatever drug, even if it's the most generic thing, you know, our profit is going to go down on this because we have to pay differently for the manufacturing of it than if we have it, keep it where it's at. Yep. So It always comes down to the money, doesn't it? It's yes, all about the moon egg. Of course, but I don't think that, uh, I, I think that they, they do, they need to pass laws, and this is my opinion, they need to pass laws to, if you our American company, especially something like this, you need to manufacture it here. And if you don't, then, hey, you know, some other uh, rich guy that wants to put a company together, this is a great market. This is a great time to do it, uh, to put a pharmaceutical well, I also think together. we should, 
I, I agree. I'm with you 100%. There's nothing. There's absolutely no reason why we can't manufacture pretty much everything we need in this country. There's no reason for it. It all just follows. It does. It boils down to the bottom line, and it's all about money. And I understand that. But sometimes you got to make, you know, you can make a little more money on something else, yeah. in my opinion. And I also think, you know, if, if you know, it comes down to it and, and they don't, companies don't want to do that, then I would put tariffs yes. on the stuff coming in. Exactly. You know, because it works. Let me tell you I mean, I'm with America. you. Believe it or not, Americans have a lot of disposable income. That we're the ones that oh, yeah. buy a lot of the stuff beyond the, the the very basic necessities. Which there's a lot of populations in other countries, even Western and well-developed countries, do not have the, the disposable income that we do to buy some of these goods. Which is what you're ta- you know, when you're saying as far as um, tariff, you know, put a putting a tariff on some of these. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to sell to the American public, well. And you want to stay outside of the United States? Well, there's a price to be paid for that. And yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, these are things that we were talking about that even once this, whatever, because right now there's a question mark as to when kind of people get back to work and everything starts rolling along that it, after that, there's still repercussions that I see down beyond the health thing, in other words. That oh, yeah. I mean, this is like it's, it's going to change the landscape of businesses. Like we were talking about that earlier, it's going to change the landscape of small restaurants. Yes. yes. You know, where I live, I don't think half these places are going to open up again. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to. They're just, you know, they, they were probably just making it paycheck to paycheck like everyone else. Yes. And, you know, this is just really throwing a, a, munch, a, a wrench in the works. I mean, this is just kind of yeah. messed everything up. Yes, yes. There's and it's tragic. I, got, I have nothing but pity for these people. Well, yeah. I, you know, there's I, a I, lot of, uh, there's bad. A, there's, you know, we were, and we were also talking about, uh, we mentioned that a lot of people that the companies sent them to work from home and after this the uh-huh. company's gonna realize they still save money and they'll just keep people working from home. They'll just say, Hey, you know what? This You're this right. worked out better than we thought. Plus this something similar ever happens, you'll we won't have to worry about it. And we can downsize our office space and guess what? So yeah, I, I see a lot of changes as far as our economy and the way we live our lives and the, the God, a lot of stuff down the road after this like we said you know the, after the uh after the the 2020 will be that demarcation and yep. you know in some some of it is going to be positive other things are going to be negative depending but you know what i would rather know the reality like with this thing that we just talked about the that the manufacturer of some very important things because another thing I heard is that sometimes there's parts to machinery that are manufactured outside of the United States. In other words, even if you have that machine that's manufactured here, if you don't have that part that's manufactured out of here, it's, exactly. it's, it's not necessarily just uh, pharmaceuticals, drugs. It could be other things. I'd rather know the truth that of what we're learning than keep being living under this misconception that we're always going to have these things available because they're made in the United States. And it's like, no, oh, it's not? Well, we need to fix this. I'd rather have that uh, and, and address it than be living under the false pretense thinking that, of course, you know, we can go anywhere and it's going to be there for us. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that happen. And getting on to that, we also spoke about, we're going to sidestep into the Bigfoot territory uh, that yes, you had ma'am. mentioned the last time that you thought, and this was before, of course, any of this thing of the COVID-19 was going on, that you mentioned, 
as far as that you believe that there was some Bigfoot that there was that they were being affected, their population was being affected by disease. Well, right, yeah. Now, see, um, I've got this theory, and it's just—I I think it's just common sense to me, and I, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Um, there's a book called Pox Americana. In this book, they talk about uh, basically the year 1776, and it's a book about American history. But what it does is it talks about all the things going on around the country besides what was happening in New England uh, vis-a-vis the Revolutionary War. And smallpox was ravaging the Western Coast, mm-hmm. South America, and Canada. And there were still parts of New England that had a lot of smallpox issues. Now, the one thing about smallpox is this. Smallpox will jump from humans to great apes. Wow. So if you have Sasquatch and he's near someone that's infected, guess what's going to happen to him? He's going to get it, and he's going to bring it back to his tribe, and they're all going to get it. So there's actually stories in, in the northern Canadian provinces of Sasquatches coming to humans for help because they're dying from smallpox. And they're, the, the, native, uh, the natives up there couldn't do anything because they were dying from it. So there's stories about how they just lay down next to the humans and die next to them. So, I mean, it, it makes sense to me. And it's also, I think, another correlation that it, and if Dogman has any primate DNA or he's, he's mm-hmm. susceptible to the same thing, that's probably what, exactly what happened to them. So that brings me to my point now, where we are in 2020, all this time's gone by, they've had time to build up their immunity, their, their population's increased, and again, the Cenocephali or Dogman, they've had the same ability to do the same thing, so that's why we're having all these sightings and everything. That's why everything's just increased so much. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, the technology's better. You know, the internet there, if you see something, you can report it online, you know. 50 years ago, you couldn't do that. It was all word of mouth. And I know a lot of people think it's all because of deforestation and this and that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've said this before. I'll say it again. The North American continent is 86% intact from the day the first Europeans landed here. Mm -hmm. Think about that. That means we've only taken 14% of this continent. And that's all our roads, our infrastructure, houses, apartments, Mm -hmm. condos, buildings, cities, everything. That's only 14%. And everything else is still intact. So if, and then if you throw the natural, you know, the, the national forest system in there and all yeah. the millions of acres they have, mm-hmm. you can't tell me there's not enough space for these creatures. Oh, let me tell you something. And this when is you why. you take a road trip, if you've ever taken any type of road trip across the United States, you realize that. You're like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. There's nothing out here. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter what state it, you're in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can drive from New York City and in a couple hours you're in, you know, upstate New York mm-hmm. and it's, it's forced. Yes. So people don't get that. I mean, that's, that's what you have to understand. It's just these vast tracts of untouched timber and land that these creatures can live in without a problem. And the other thing is, you know, when people talk about clear-cutting, well, Marlene, when you clear-cut something, grass tends to grow. Right. And when you have a lot of grass that grows, you have the animals that eat the grass. Their numbers tend to grow. So then what you do is when you have the alpha predators in that area, that have a limitless food supply, guess what? Their numbers start to expand. So it all comes full circle. It makes total sense to me. But again, that's just my theory. That's just how I think it works. Exactly. And um, yeah, people don't realize that because, you know, we we were talking about, you know, uh, where a virus or some disease jumps the species barrier from animal to human. But Mm -hmm. it can work the other way in reverse as well. Definitely. Um, yeah, and, I agree. 
and you know we've we, we can go to medicines or treatment but an animal unless you know they're being cared for by a human being they are not especially if they yeah, have no immune immune uh any antibodies whatsoever in their bodies for it I, I wouldn't wonder, I'd even venture to guess, I mean, how much quicker would they die than like a human being being exposed to a a pathogen, the same pathogen? I mean, I, I would guess they'd probably die quicker because yes. they have less immunity. I mean, I, I guess, I, I don't know, I'm just guessing. Well, I mean, I mean we, you know, we, we always something scary. We think about, you know, animal being more robust, you know, in other words, being, mm -hmm. but not necessarily, not all the time, especially when it comes to disease. I mean, let's face it, look at the lifespan of a human being versus animals, most animals that we know of. Okay, I think with oh, the yeah. exception of elephants, uh, we're one of the most, you know, longest living, maybe tortoises or, you know. Yeah, tortoises, animal, maybe elephants, I mean, yeah, sharks. Yeah, we're one of the longest <laughs> living animals. Overall, you know, our lifespan's pretty long compared to the animal kingdom. So, um, yeah, I would say that you know, for most animals that would contract some type of these type of diseases that kill, yeah, they would probably die right away. I don't think their survival rate would be that, unless they were being getting some type of treatment. But out in the wild, yeah, say, I've never, I've never heard anyone discuss this either. Like that, the way we're talking about it, actually, like the comparison, I've never even heard anyone discuss that. So I mean, that's that's probably something that's a new topic. Well. And you heard it right here on Marlene's show. <laughs> well, I mean, we always think of, like you said, what's the effect that we, you know, we always think of our effect yeah. on, um, let's say, our animals, yeah. and our footprint, whatever you want to yep. call it. As in, you know, I know a lot of people look at it like, let's say, for the hunting or, you know, all these other mm -hmm. things. But there's a lot of other stuff that now when we're talking about diseases or viruses or whatever that can jump from one species to another whether it can do it naturally or, in, you know, in this case, what we're talking that it's, that was tweaked. Or genetically, you know, I mean, you know, now that, yes. now that we're, yeah, we're now that we're playing with genetics. Yeah. Like, you know, or, uh, and, or, and creating um, all these things. We don't even know where anything comes from anymore. Or like what they, you know, one of the, the, the theories that's out there was that some of the humans got it because they were eating infected animals. What if it's the other way around? You know, what if you have an animal that's eating an infected human being? Um, yeah, that's true too. You know, or what if it's from GMO foods? You know, what yes. if what if some of the food that you know they they did GMO stuff with, and it's not right? I mean, I, I don't know. There's well, so many different possibilities. I mean, it could. It, let's it's it, let's 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 go down pretend land, whatever. You know, there's a lot of people that go out, let's say, um, to these parks, and they die, or they even go out there to commit suicide. I hate to say it. Um, mm -hmm. Or they fall down a ravine, or they, you know, they they pass. Let's go down uh, missing four one one. All these people that disappear. Let's say it's exactly they're, yeah. they're being eaten by predators, which is what they normally do. And this person, you've got an infected human being, and this animal basically eats this human being. Um, the, can it work in the other way around, where ingesting the flesh of an infected human? allows gets this animal infected because that's how they normally they wouldn't in other words it, they wouldn't have caught it by a sneeze is what i'm saying it's right because they actually ingested, they ingested it yeah um i mean that's a good point marley I, I i i would not say that's the wrong possibility well i mean why not i mean it's if, if we're talking 
Um, you know, we're, we're, it, it's it's a possibility uh, if we we're and and the thing is, you know how they say you don't know you do, if you, when you dodge the bullet, you don't know you dodged it because you dodged it. It's the same thing mm-hmm. if if an animal if that scenario ever played out, even if it was rare, and this animal lives in the middle of nowhere and it goes off and dies. You know, who's to say what the what was the reason for the animal's death? Okay, unless, well, or unless let's, let's take it to the next step. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. What if some what if that animal goes off and dies in the woods and then another animal eats exactly. his carcass and gets infected? Exactly. And then they're all over the place. You know, right. suppose you know, vermin come and eat some of the remains and then they get infected and they scatter off into the four winds there all over the place. And okay. next thing you know, you've got a rat infested. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I can totally see where this could go. Or, or, you know, there's, there's some animals that are solitary, but they get together to mate. Okay. Yep. And let's say that then all of a sudden you've got an infected animal mates with another one, passes it on through the mating process and possibly depending on what it is. Also the, 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 the fetuses, the offspring are also infected. Why not? Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily, you, uh, you know, or what if, what if, what if, whatever it is, is um, initially it's not, doesn't kill them. But you know how they say a lot of these viruses, they mutate to the point where then they mm-hmm. become lethal. Um, you know, oh, yeah. in other words, the, the, a certain animal can pass it on to other animals of the species. They don't necessarily, it doesn't have to be because of their ingesting. They The same way that humans can pass it to another human whichever way um and there you go and then it becomes and you know maybe down the road like you were talking about you know you see a decrease in uh certain amounts of animals and nobody can account like why is this animal all of a sudden there's less of them or you know weird stuff like that uh i mean this is a it's it's theories but it i don't think they're out of the realm of possible of some type of a reality to it because there's just no way for anybody to know um, or to study it if you don't know what you're looking for, in other words, or what the That's origins the problem. were. I don't think we know what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So it's, it's, it puts this whole thing that now we're looking, because again, because of the moment that we're living in this, right, this reality that's dropped on our heads like a two by four, that we're looking at the, the effects of contagion, okay? Or how it can how you know passing it on and the whole thing and it's 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 a really weird kind of thing and i even mentioned to you you know that that stephen king novel that came out in the 1980s the stand which was a big thick book and it was a very immersed kind of read but the backdrop of it was a pandemic event uh where of course evil basically is you know it surfaces in other words uh, amid like the destruction or the dissolution of society, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that it's it's also part of our subconscious mind that we look at um, part of of what's going on apart from the strictly medical numbers thing. And today, I was it today? Yes, today I read an article where there's a bishop in Italy. And I know they've been hit really hard. They've been spanked hard with this. And I'm, and I don't mean this in a superfluous way to use the word spanked, but that he was saying that um, the the effects of Satan or evil, however you want to look at it. Uh, and he was asking uh, 
the priests, in other words, when they're doing the Mass for Easter, to basically do a passage of the, the rites of exorcism of the uh, Roman ritual into the Mass, into the Easter Mass. Because well, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, they, think about the the Great Plague. You know, the Black Plague. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where the term "God bless you" came because the when you started sneezing, that was used an indication that you were going to get it. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, you know, it doesn't surprise me. And 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 again, as a man of faith, you know, if if there's good in the world, then there has to be evil. And sometimes evil, you know, rears its ugly head. Yes. And usually, when there's some kind of tragedy going on and i'd definitely call a pandemic a tragedy so i mean i can totally see where they get the correlation for evil for this you know nasty virus but uh you know i I think it also depends on how people handle it now you know we're talking about how some people handle things differently you know some people can't handle being cooped up in their house with their spouse and their kids and all that and there's no problems and some people freak out and uh, I i think it just depends on the individual i mean you and i were lucky you know we've we've got great spouses you know Mm -hmm. We enjoy our, our time with them, and, and that makes things easy for me and, and you, uh, as we were discussing. But some people just can't do that. Well, and think of it. In reality, it makes you think, and I hope it doesn't come to that. I really don't, because I think that it would, besides the effect on the economy, let's take that off the table. How long can people go living under these circumstances like this, with this uncertainty? I mean, even the most well-intentioned people that now... Yeah. all friendly and understanding and you know it's like okay i'm willing to follow the rules and if i'm told to do this or not do this i'm gonna go because i want to be part of the solution if this rolls into months and months if you think those good intentions are not going to fall by the wayside i think that even the best person is going to start going so crazy no i agree i think you're 100 right i don't think I think you you've probably got maybe another two weeks before things start really going south. Well, there's um, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, I personally think, um, with my background in mental health, that human beings need, not should, need interaction with other human beings. Yeah. Different We're social creatures. If social you're an extrovert, yeah. if you're an introvert, I know there's some people that are not liking to crowds. That's fine, but every. Every human being that I know of that isolates themselves, it, they suffer for it. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, they suffer for it. We all need human interaction of some. I agree. Depending on our personality. And I think that it's the, 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 there's people out there that even if they're not the, what you call the touchy-feely type, you know, even they got coworkers or they've got the guy at the grocery store that you know that they say hi and they talk to, or the mailman, or the, the, the all that. And I'm talking here for the person that's like very, you know, they're not into like very. They still need that. That that that's like that's the human thing, the human condition. And I think I agree. The, the, the the more distance we put that, it's we're gonna there's gonna be people that are gonna not gonna do well, that they're doing okay now. But as if if this takes longer and longer and longer, it, they're they're, they're we're gonna have I'm I'm I feel that uh, the mental health uh, community is is gonna be you know how everybody's worried now about the hospitals being overrun. Oh, yeah. I think that a lot of mental health counselors are gonna be overrun, and 
I know that <clears throat> a lot of the medical fields are they're doing now that televideo, basically doctor visit. And, um, you know, that with the mental health, that can work. But I'm telling you, nothing takes the place of a face-to-face, -face, the human, even if that person is sitting on the other side of the room from you, where, you know, that they can have discuss it. I'm telling you, I, I can see we're down the field. There's people that are, that, that the mental health people are going to be like, I'm, I'm overrun. I, 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 I'm booked back to back. People that maybe have never gone to a, um, a therapist or a counselor are going to need those services. I'm, I'm for sure because they themselves will fall into depression, um, hopelessness, a, a bunch of stuff. So yeah, this is, this is another dimension of what might come of this if this just keeps on going, whatever. And, uh, plus a lot of people don't know how to handle the, 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 the question mark that comes with a, a, a lot of that's going on. And, uh, let me, and, and I wanted to, we were discussing how people don't realize and people might think, well, it doesn't matter, but you know, like you said, your tours, you haven't been able to do any of mm -hmm. the tours, same things for goes for paranormal investigations. You can't, you know, supposedly. Oh, I don't know. I don't know any of my, uh, and none of, no one in my team or in, in my organization has been doing anything. Right. Um, I'm very friendly with a lot of other, uh, uh teams all over the country actually. Yeah. And. I don't know anyone that's doing anything no. uh, right now, paranormal or cryptid, no. uh, unless it's like in their backyard. Uh, all the national <laughs> parks are closed. Uh, yeah. They can't go, you know, you can't go camping. Um, you know, there's really no place you can go. Uh, so unless you have a big track of land that you own right. where there's a cryptid or paranormal hotspot, you know, there's really nothing you can do. Right. And uh, yeah, a... it, it, it's bad. Yeah. You can't. Um, so, and, and, this is, you know, this is something where, and let's face it, I mean, you could Skype with somebody, let's say on a paranormal case, but I mean, how far can you go with that? Besides like... It's not, be <laughs> I actually tried doing that the other day. Really? What, hap <laughs> what happened with that? It, it, it doesn't, no. It's, yeah. we got some information and, and some details, but the truth of the matter is, is you have to be there, you know, yeah, you have to get a great equipment reading. I got to have my people in there that know yeah. what to look for and how they're feeling and what their, their, their gut instinct says. And you just can't do that online. Yeah. I mean, the best base, this equates to like a pre-interview. Okay. Tell me what you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Tell me, you know, whatever the story is that's yeah. going on and exactly. you ask them some questions. And what do you know it. about the property? And you know, that's all it is. Exactly. And then after that, that's, so I'm thinking to myself, you know, because, you know, of course we're, the paranormal is, can, you know, like, you know, like I said, you know, I had my dishwasher break down in the middle of all this. I was like, oh my God, my dishwasher. But I'm thinking, can you imagine here all of a sudden you have an uptick in your paranormal activity because now you're stuck at home. Maybe there's a little bit of tension, which, you know, there's, there's that theory where paranormal <laughs> oh, yeah. events, I'll do it. I'll, <clears throat> the I'll kinetic, get it going. you know, the dynamics and the family fuel, uh -huh. any negativity. And all of a sudden this goes from kind of so-so lukewarm uh, occurrences to like full-blown and who are you going to call? <laughs> Nobody because. All I'm saying is film it. Film it is all I'm saying. Just film it. Yeah, there's, 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 you know, nobody, even if they wanted to, you know, for just what whatever's going on, people, you can't, you can't get people out there. So, um, yeah, there's going to be, I think, um, 
a lot of people that have been experiencing things where maybe they've been putting it off, they've been in denial, or it was mild. It was like, but, you know, especially if you have, like, you know how people are in and out and they come and go. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and all they're of a not sudden, there all the time. They're stuck in there all the time. And that bad energy is just building up and making that energy, energy stronger and stronger. Yep. Or they're there to witness a lot of things, even in daytime. Let's say, you know, how everybody's out, either at school or at work, the family, whatever. And everybody comes home and then they're home and their dinner and homework and, you know, watching TV. And then before you go, go to bed. So, yeah, they'll hear some stuff. But, but now all of a sudden they're there and they're witnessing stuff. And it's not the middle of the night. It's in the middle of the day. Okay. And then, of course, like you said, the tension, maybe, you know, like, oh, I'm telling you, there's, I know there's going to be a lot of um, paranormal cases, wild ones, by the way, that are going to come as a result of this. Or, and let's, let's go down the road of where you have a case where you do have a dark entity, an intelligent haunting, that if you don't think that the it's going to take advantage of fueling um, problems because basically that's what it thrives on. If we're looking at something that's dark versus just a regular haunting. Um, oh, this is a recipe for disaster for that. Yes, it is. I mean, that's that's a nightmare. That's that's a living nightmare right there if you have to go yes. through that. If there's a dark entity and there's all the negative energy in the house, yes. and it's, that's just, it's going to build up. There'll be episodes. Well, and... Let's, yeah. let's let's go that that's let's and this is kind of you know a little bit controversial now in the middle of all of this which is you know that they are not allowing church service you know like the gathering that you would mm -hmm. normally have in a church you know some some um churches or you know they've done it outside they'll do it from the car right. they'll like they're trying to come up with all these ideas you know to basically avoid people getting sick but at the same time well you gotta worry to about able spiritual to worship. health yeah. See, in my like I said, this is just my opinion, uh, uh, and that's what it is. It's my opinion. I think the lack of spirituality in a time like this is very dangerous, because this is when the dark entities. This is the time they live for. Of course. This is when they can come out. This is when they can feed off all the negative energy and get stronger and stronger. And even if they could do that prior, and you say you have a an a person that goes to church every Sunday. Yeah. So. This energy might be building up during the week, but on Sunday, it right. puts the kibosh on it, and they start from scratch again. Yeah. Well, now this guy or this person has been going, you know, three weeks, all this negative energy building up, mm -hmm. and there's no church to cleanse it. Right. So it's just going to get more and more powerful. Again, that's just that's just my belief, and I'm with you. I say that as I stare across my desk, and I've got two bottles of holy water, but <laughs> it's just... You know what? Um, that's just the I, way my house is. <laughs> of course, but... How can I say it? Um, I even see where there's a lot of people that may, maybe are lackadaisical. Not that they're not spiritual, religious, oh, yeah. but they're lackadaisical about attending services, which now feel a need. Like I want, you know, I I need, I need that reassurance that that I need God that too. is going I, I, to take I, I, care uh, of us and make things come out okay for us. Okay. Right. I need to go to church every Sunday, and I, I need that. I, but that's yeah. just me. You know, I need that. I, you know, it makes me feel better. It makes my, you know, it makes me, puts me in a better mood. Yes. And that, like I said, and I'm, you know, I'm a normal guy. I mean, that's just probably normal for everyone. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I think you're right. You, you, some people need that and I'm one of them and it sounds like you are too. So, yes. I mean, we have that outlet, but you know, I, you know, you can, 
I, I try not to get too fundamentally religious on anything, but you know, when I need to talk to God, I'll talk to God. You know, of course, of course. and I can do that oh, anywhere. What if, what if you're one of these people that that that's like quasi-religious, spiritual, but not really heavy going into church, but now all of a sudden weird stuff starts going on in your house, or you start hearing scratching on the walls, or you start having these really out there nightmares, and you're thinking, man, I need to go to my corner church and talk to somebody, but you really can't. <laughs> or something's trying to, uh, again, I'm going to go down the, the, what is it, the road less traveled, the, a dark entity is trying to get a grip on you. And like you said, if you were able to go to church or services or whatever, whatever it is, it basically it pushes it back. It, 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 you keep it at a distance. But if you're not able to do that, if you're not able to well, then you, yeah. be surrounded by people in prayer, for example. Well, I understand, but I, I, I still think, you know, in a situation like that, you, you need to have the, the common fortitude to start praying and, and yes. taking that upon yourself. Because yes. that, that's the situation that can be fixed. And, uh, you know, but you have to go through the steps. And one of those steps is, you know, just prayer. And again, this is just my opinion, you know, but I, I think anyone in that situation, and if that's effect, if, if I was talking to one of your listeners and they were having that situation, I would just tell them, you know, and, and again, I don't care what religion you are. Mm -hmm. I would say just start praying to whatever deity you pray to. Right. And, and, just get that overwhelming sense of calm that comes with that particular meditation for a human being. Yes. And I, I think uh, things would be all right. Yes. And if it gets beyond that, then I would go somewhere else and quarantine. <laughs> I mean, well, you know if it's what? possible. I mean, you know what? It's almost like, you know, it's, it's almost like in the movies, if you're going to go look for the monster, you want somebody with you. <laughs> you know, when people yeah, yeah. are in a scary situation, it's like, if I got somebody with me, like, Hey, you know what? I, I'm scared because um, I don't know what's going to come of this. Or, or in the case of what we're talking about, that maybe you're experiencing something in your house. And it's almost like I need that reassurance of having other people around me. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a really weird scenario. And here I'm talking from the perspective of people having paranormal experiences. Uh, either because it's been there all along and now they're like, God... They're having to deal with it or something that maybe just developed. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of, well, because, yeah. you know, as well as I do, I sometimes mean, I the cases you don't know what the point of origin is. Sometimes no, you do. Sometimes and you don't, you don't. And that's the hard part. Cause if you knew, then you could fix it. Right. And that's, that's the, that's where it gets tricky. You have to do, that's where the research comes into play. Yes. And nine times out of 10, you know, people think that the paranormal, you just go out there. Movies, movies have not been good to the paranormal. No, because they give people the wrong idea. Yeah, I know. It's you're not sitting there battling a demon or a ghost and throwing holy water or some John Constantine stuff. That's ridiculous. It's nonsense. All right, nine times out of ten, you're reading, you're doing research on the area, you're interviewing people, asking them if they've seen any strange occurrences, and then you're hoping they don't think you're a lunatic. And then, right, right. And then you, you just basically hit them with this: Have you seen a ghost? Is anything strange? That you know. It takes time to do that, and it takes a lot of time. Again, you have to research the place, the property, the people that live there. I mean, yes. we, uh, Tiny and I, my uh, buddy that I investigate with, we're doing this this house right now. This place is just insane, and we can't figure out why. I, I personally think it's got something to do with Native Americans because of the location. Okay. But these people have been having problems since day one, just strange wow. stuff. But what they've done is they put cameras in, 
all over the place and they've been posting their footage online and it's been getting a lot worse. And I told them to stop doing that. I said, you're, whatever you're doing, you're making it angry. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh, what are you talking about? I said, well, you're noticing that the more you're tensioning that you're giving this thing and the more attention it's receiving, it doesn't like that. doesn't want attention. wants to be left alone Yes. and it's acting out. So stop filming. Well, they didn't listen. You know, they're, they're still doing it and their problems have gone, you know, there's been an uptick. Yes. Well, the second they stop filming, guess what happens? It died down. It dies down. So, you know, it's just things like that. But here's the question mark. Why? Why is it doing that? What place, you know, what, what is this specific area that's doing this? And then I've got a, a, another, how, uh, another family situation like that. And they don't have any problems. They actually think it's kind of cool. You know, because they have an entity and they catch every once in a while they catch something on film. But again, there's nothing nothing uh, maleficent uh, about it. It's, it's not it's not coming. You know, it's not coming for anyone. It's not doing anything nasty. So it, again, I think it just it's area and it depends on stuff. And you know, I think it depends on the situation going on at home. And I also think it depends on what caused this entity not to uh, cross over or what caused it to stay in this realm. So when you have an issue going on, like what we've got now, this pandemic, mm-hmm. I think paranormally we're going to see a huge uptick Yes, yes. because it's, it's a violent death. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's a death. That's not, Yes. I mean, it's a natural death, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a, it's what I would refer. I, I call this a violent death dying from this because it's not something you thought you were going to die from. It's not old age. It's not just a natural process thing. It's you actually caught a virus right. and you're going to die from it. So I don't, I, and that, again, that's just my, that's just what I call it. I don't feel, I don't consider that a natural death. I would call that a violent death. Well, and I think we're going to have an uptick in paranormal activities from it. Well, there's going to be, you know, because some, I want to say, yeah, there's some people that were sick already and, you know, but there's a lot of them that right. even if they were sick, natural they, were, death. they yeah. were, they were, you know, in other words, they were, they, they had a, they had something wrong, but they were okay. You know, they were going to, they're living in other words. Right. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, yeah, I, I've got this going on, but. I'm going to still live. I expect to be able to live. I might need to take meds, but I'm going to be living. Right. And I think that, like you said, a lot of people, this has taken them out of the, uh, I can live maybe another 20, 30 years as long as I take my meds and I go see my doctor. Exactly. That's it. You die basically, um, you know, based on the descriptions of pneumonia, your lungs, which is when they get intubated, your lungs are no longer working. You're not able to breathe. Right. Um, exactly. And I, and that to me is like, that's a violent death. I mean, that's an unnatural death. Yes. This virus is, is murdering people. And that's and what I would classify as an unnatural death, you know? And, and again, yeah, that's just my opinion. That's just the way I look at things. I've been doing this for 24 years. I have views and opinions that are different than other people's, mm-hmm. but that's just because of things I've experienced and investigated and the research I've done. So, I mean, that's where I come up with it. I, you know, I'm just, just pulling this out of my, you know, out of the air to, right. to, to be controversial. This is just my, this is how I think, you know, and this is how my, a lot of my team think. Now, I've got other people on my team that think I'm crazy, but you need that, you know, you need that dichotomy. You need the, someone, right, you need course. the positive and the negative, you know. Right, right. So, that's, that's why we do what we do. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that as far as, you know, even nope. in a team, because that's, that's, as a matter of fact, that's how you come up with solutions or different perspectives on a case or what you know the point of origin is or or you know why is you know i'm sure you've heard of people living for years in a certain location nothing happens and all of a sudden 
things start happening. Boom. And you're like, well, okay, so and what happened? What changed? Why? Right. Exactly. So and so moved in, right? Yeah. There's always something, you know. There's always some kind of X factor. Yes. I uh, I did a long time ago. I did this case in New Jersey. Um, I investigated it, and this guy had lived there since World War, the end of World War Two. I mean, he was he was just he'd been there forever, and he had uh, run into some financial problems, and he had rented out uh, one of his rooms. Oh. And all of a sudden, all this crazy stuff started happening, and uh, the guy that was renting out the room just disappeared. But uh, he left a bunch of stuff there and in the stuff. He found like a Necromonicon. He said he found a bunch of black clothes. And there's something called a Ouija board, an Ouija board. And I'm like, a Ouija board. And he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, so it's probably a problem right there. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, you know, you, you have any faith? And he goes, well, I'm Catholic. I said, well, why don't you get your house blessed and see if that calms it down? Sure enough, you know. And then he goes, well, what do I do with this stuff? And I said, I would burn it. Oh, yeah. So and he took it outside. He 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 opened up. He had an old school Weber kettle grill. Mm-hmm. He put everything in there. He doused it with a lighter fluid, and uh, his his son arranged to have the uh, house blessed. And boom, no more problems. You know what I've heard? So I mean, a, you'd be surprised how many people have that happen to them where they rent out a an apartment or a room mm-hmm. or or something or even a roommate. You never know what you're going to get. And. Yeah things that their life goes sideways big time and it's all because of that part. And, and it's what's really funny is they kind of do the same thing they have afterwards they have found stuff like hidden away uh you know stuff with uh you know dark really you know whatever whether mm-hmm. it's not even the ouija board just really dark dark stuff uh hidden later on and they've been pulling their hair out trying to figure out how what when um and let's and i laugh because People think, okay, you know, you know, sometimes people do background checks on, let's say, a potential roommate, as an example. But there's nothing in somebody's background that's going to tell you, oh, this person, you know, uh, sacrifices animals. You know, there's that, that's yeah, you don't know up, uh, in anything. So yeah, I, and I you, know, you know, Marlene, I don't judge anyone for their religious beliefs. I don't. Right. I mean, if they want to do that, that's fine. They can worship wherever they want to worship there. It's just when they start causing problems to other people or hurting other people, that's when I say, hey, that's not right. That's when I draw a line. You know, I, if someone wants to worship whoever, that's up to them. That's their God-given right. But yes. when they start affecting other people negatively or on purpose, then that's where I draw the line. That's where I say, no, that's the problem. We don't, that's when you have to stop or have to put your foot down. Because uh, you know that's I, just I, not I, fair. I, that's that's not what you people do. People being like, um, like exactly like what you just said. Hey, you know what? That's cool, whatever. But then something goes south down the road, and they're almost afraid to tell this person you need to move out because. Well, that's that's why you you know unfortunately it's one of those things where you just you know, I, again it, that's where faith comes into play. You know, because yeah. usually if you if you're a person of faith, they don't want to be there. Yeah. Oh no no. You know? But and uh, again, yeah. and, and that's just my you know my humble opinion. You know, it's funny. I've got. Where I live, there's a big, diverse population, and uh, a very close friend of mine, a uh, very close friend of mine, she's she's just great. She's a dear friend of mine. She's a, a practicing Wicca. Mm-hmm. She's very, very much in the way. She's got her own coven. Right. She's a white witch. She'll be the first one to tell you that. You know, uh, I don't have permission to use her name, so I'm not going to. But <laughs> every Sunday morning, she's in the Catholic Church going to Mass. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's what she does. I mean, she's both. So you can be, I mean, that's, that's what she does. And it just makes me laugh because I had this horrible strep throat and I couldn't kick it. 
uh, I, I had, uh, we had a plan. She, she does a lot of work with us too. Um, mm-hmm. she'll go in and bless places. Um, and I, I had to meet her and I, I usually, I won't do any kind of investigation if I'm not feeling a hundred percent cause that's mm, when you're yes. weak, something yes. can come in. And, uh, she met me and we were having coffee and she goes, you're not feeling good. All right. So no, I feel terrible. She goes, hold on. She goes back to her car, comes out and she had made, she goes, something told me you needed this. And she had made me this tea. And I'm like, what, what is this? And she goes, just make it like regular tea, put some sugar in it or some honey, whatever, and then just drink it and you'll be fine tomorrow. Now, I have never believed in anything like that. I'm like, listen, I have, I know I'm a paranormal investigator, (laughs) but Western medicine is the way to go. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like, give me the drugs, baby. And I said, well, you know what? I got home. I was like telling my wife, I said, what the hell? And, you know, I made tell, and it was actually very good the next day. I felt like a hundred bucks, you know, I was fine. There was no problem. I felt fantastic. But it's one of those things I was also taking some of my moxicillin. So it could have been one of those things, Yeah. but it doesn't hurt. You know, my, my point is it's, it's good to extrapolate things from everything. And, and that's just my opinion. Yeah. No, let me so if you can, that. if you can help someone with, by doing this or help someone by doing it, you know, do it. I always help people that, that's my that, that's what we paranormally in my organization we we just we don't charge anything we don't want any money from anyone i've had people offer me money and i've said no uh, i you know well at least let me buy you dinner something like that yeah well it depends you want to go to mickey d's you can buy me up but we're not going to outback you know it's it's one yeah, of those things because um i've been put here I, i'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason and god put me here on this earth to help people sure exactly. now i i'm not always the nicest guy in the world i always always haven't been the nicest guy in the world you know, I, I can be, and what I mean by that is I can be very stubborn. I can be very pigheaded and, and God bless my wife. We've been together, we've been married 10 years and, you know, she'll be the first one to tell me I'm stubborn, but I listen because right. I know I'm being stubborn. So, you know, but that's just part of the way I do things because that would, you know, I, I, I tend to hyper-focus on things and if I wasn't stubborn, I wouldn't be able to do that. Does that make yeah, sense? That's just the way you are. So true. that's the way I was made, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, I was made to do certain things and I'm trying to do them, and I think that's what I'm supposed to do. You know, and, and that's just that's why. And then the people I associate with do the exact same thing. They're good people. You know, yes. they, these these my friends in my organization, they're they're family to me. Of course, and that's great. And, uh, and that's really what it's know, all I, about. It's in, you know, nobody's perfect, and we all have our nope. good traits and our bad traits. But the intention is there. You know, as far as like you said, right. your intentions towards other human beings is to help them. You know. And, and I've, you know, I've known that ever since I was a little kid, I knew I was supposed to help people. I mean, you know, we, but I had a mother that, were, you know, she was always, always, you know, my mom always said, always, always, always do the right thing. Yeah. Always, no matter what, always do the right thing. Yes. Even if it sucks, do the right thing. And, you know, I always lived by that. And, you know, I grew up in the church and, you know, my, you know, I always, I, I shied away from the church when I was younger. Yeah. You know, I was kind of going through that rebellious phase, but I was never like an atheist or anything. I just didn't want to go. And then, you know, as you get older, I think you appreciate it more. I think that's why you see so many older people in church because yes. they appreciate it more. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact they're trying to get into heaven. But it's just, right. Well, yeah, I know that everybody's old. like, all of a sudden it's like you start remembering it's, like, oh, oh man. Yeah. Just in okay. case. I just, just in case I, I better go. Do. But, I, I, you know, with, with wisdom comes age. I, I'm sorry, with age comes wisdom. And that, you know, I used to think that was stupid, but it's so true. Because you start to see things, you see the whole picture. When you're young, you only see things one way. When you get a little older, you start to see things a little bit of both ways. But when you get real old, you see things everyone's way. Does that make yes. sense? That's yeah, just a little course, theory I have. And, 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 you, uh, and, you, and you realize sometimes that what you find in a church, it's not just strictly about the dogma. Okay. Nope. 
It's about what you get uh, spiritually for yourself. Well, it's the energy too. You know, I'm a yeah. big energy guy. You know, I, I believe. You know, I, I I want good energy around me. Sure. I want to put off good energy. I want I want people to feel good when they're around me. I want people to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's what I want. That's and, and but you can and really you can only really recharge that in my opinion. You know, in a house of worship. Yes. You know, and and that could be anyone. That could be anything. I'm not just talking about my religion. I'm talking about anyone's religion. Any house of worship. I think that you know. I think spiritual. You got to feed yourself spiritually and emotionally. Yes. And again, that's that's any religion. I'm not. Yes. I'm not knocking anyone. Right. You know, and as, as like I said, as long as you're not hurting people, I don't care what you do. Absolutely. You know, and then that's, that's just that's just the way it is. This is the right way, and everything. Everybody else is wrong, and uh, and I know exactly what you mean. As well. I can't stand when people do that. What works for me doesn't mean you know. I like diet root beer. Some people hate it. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, you know what? And, 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 and we've had. I, I've done investigations where, you know, sometimes the client is almost afraid. Like, hey, are you gonna come in? Almost like they think that if you're not on the same page religion-wise with you know the group versus them, that you're not gonna help mm-hmm. them. And it's like, no, this has nothing to do with it. You know. I'm gonna if if you come to us for help with a paranormal situation, we're gonna try to help you the best way we can. This has nothing to do with your, your religious. If, if anything, like yeah, if if they have a different religion than me, then I, what yeah. I'll do is I'll bring that specific book with me. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, I have or, it, or or if you know, uh, or you know, I'm let's say I'm not gonna say they're atheists, but they're maybe agnostic, or maybe they're not. Yeah, and they're almost thinking, oh, you know, is that gonna be okay with you? And it's like, yeah, I mean, that that has nothing to. No, it's not like I'm. Gonna... Yeah, because I mean, you know, yeah, I'm with you. Because I do the realm of, you know, I, I, you know, we we go in when we do a paranormal investigation. If it's nasty, we've got everything with us. Yes. You know, we use we use religious items. We use spiritual items. We use mm-hmm. you know new age stuff. I'm a huge fan of quartz. I, you know, I, yes. I've I've seen feldspar quartz clean a house. Yes, you know, yes, I, I carry I, it with me every day. I've, I've had pendants made of it. Actually, you know what? Remind me at the end of this, and I'll send you some. I've no, got. A, I, I've, I've got a bunch. Let me tell you but, something. Yes, and I, I have. A, I have a clear quartz that I carry with me all the time. Which every once in a while, I, I forget to put it out to cleanse it. You know, with sun and stuff. <laughs> but I carry. Well, it I don't. The only time you need to cleanse it is if someone else handles it. I know, I know, but still, every once in a while, I like yeah. to put it out, like on the, you know, like out because like i carry it you know with me all the time but yeah and it's it's like always like i carry it everywhere with me uh and i've had it for like well, i get all years. my stuff blessed too yes, i mean yes, everything exactly. i everything i yeah. carry is blessed it's been blessed uh with holy water and yes. you know i i carry you know saint benedict medals mm-hmm. you know saint yes. Benedict crosses yes. saint christopher cross you know my my crucifix that my mom gave me you know you know i, yes. I carry a blessed rosary that is actually pope yes. francis blessed you know so i mean uh, but i also carry you know you know, uh, seven archangel symbols. And I've got one of those in my car, so nothing bad can follow me home. It's, sure. you know, and yeah. I've also got Roth, I've also got Roth iron, you know, all over my house. Yes. Keep yes. For, for protection. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I, it's a little bit of everything. You know, I think that exactly. for me, that works. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and every, the people I've been able to help. Yeah. If you believe it and, yeah. and, the, and everybody's different, it's not like, oh, this is, this is mm-hmm. my way is the way that works and everything else is like, nope. No, that that's not the way it is. But I'm, t- um, I think that you know once once we're allowed to visit, <laughs> what what else is there to, 
yeah, I think that as far as paranormal cases are concerned, I think we're going to see a lot more requests from paranormal groups. Oh, I, I'm I'm guaranteeing. I, I know yes. I'm going to have a busy summer once yes. all this is over. Yes. I mean, I, that's that's pretty much going to be done. Yes. I'm trying to throw the you know I've got a lot of cryptid stuff planned. Yes, well, the the so uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much. I mean, I know that compared to people with their jobs and everything, this sounds like really so unimportant. But I mean, it's like a ripple effect outwards. I mean, how many important to some people? It's like work, <laughs> school, and then everything else that you know comes to a standstill. You know, of course, it has to do with uh, visiting or being in somebody's house, or you know, and, and you know, I think that a lot of people realize. Yeah, you know, especially, you know, with the social media, everybody's thinking everybody, everything can be done online until you're forced to do everything online. And then you realize this is not as cool as I really thought. Okay. Because when no, you have a choice, I didn't, I, you know, yeah. it's different. But when now that college, you're forced yeah. to. Mm. When I was in college, you didn't prep me for this. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is not what I was again, prepared for. No, it's, but I'm telling you. There's, as long as you have a choice, um, you know, uh, it's okay. You know, there's people that uh, basically they, they, they shy away. They spend all their, their social life is more online with social media than the reality. But then something changes when you you ha don't have a choice. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. All of a sudden you're like, man, this is this is not, what do you mean? I, I can't. It goes from democratic to malevolent dictatorship real quick. Yeah. You know, like, no, I can't get together even if I only have two friends. I can't get together with them. And uh, I can only, like, we can only Skype or Zoom or, you know, twit, Twitter or whatever. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's as, that's as good as it's going to get. And it's like, wait a minute. It's different when you have a choice versus when you're being forced to. So I'm hoping also this is I'm one of these people like, hey, People need to go outside and be with other people or walk around or just, just be in the general vicinity of other human beings. Um, I'm hoping that this is going to wake up some people and say, man, let go of the computer for a while or the video games and go spend some time outside um, in a park. You know, you, know, you don't funny. know the people, but yeah. you're out there, you know, sit on a blanket and people I, I, watch. I, I actually put air in my bike tires. I plan on going for a bike ride tomorrow because it's Good Friday. I don't yeah, have to work, right. so I'm, I'm planning on doing that. But I just want to spend some time out. You're absolutely right. Get some yeah. fresh air. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've done. I, I Marlene, I've probably put on ten pounds since this thing's been going on because all I've been doing is eating pig. My wife, my wife has been spoiling me rotten. Oh, like she's something. making. Yesterday, I woke up. She goes, "You know, we're not used to being together so much." And she's like, <laughs> "You hungry?" I'm like, "No, I'll just get some cereal for breakfast." She goes, "What do you want?" So I'd really like some pancakes, but I don't know if we have that. I literally, I got a phone call. Uh, it was my boss. I come into my office. I'm on the phone 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, I go out there. My wife had made me pancakes. Oh, that's so sweet. And like everything, I'm like, oh my God, they were so good. Oh. Let me tell you but something. But you know, it's just, so I'm not used to eating like that. And then she's making me these big lunches. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm loving the hell out of it. Oh, of course. I mean, I'm loving it. I mean, my, like, well, my wife wants to love on me. She can love on me all she wants. Yeah, it's like. But I'm just getting so fat. He's like, yeah, man, I don't want to get on the scale. I'm telling you, the first time me and my husband went shopping, that we were like, okay, you know, like, man, we we need to buy a little bit of extra stuff. We started doing the oh, whoa, it's me. I feel so sorry, and we like try to stay away from yeah. the starchy stuff, like you know, no bagels, no potatoes, no pasta. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know what? Why don't we buy some bagels? These bagels look real good, and these corn muffins. And it was like, okay, okay, okay. You know, like we started feeling sorry for ourselves, yeah. kind of thing. 
And man, it's like, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I did last time we told them that's it. I don't care if it's the best, you know, the muffin, bagel, bread, whatever. I don't, we're not buying it because it's, it's, yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally, I understand because the only thing I've been doing that I'm, the only thing that's been like a healthy thing for me is I've been drinking probably, you know, eight or 10 waters a day. That's probably the only thing healthy I've been doing. <laughs> that's it. Well, it, and taking my vitamin C. Yeah, since I, we live on a small farm out here in South Florida, we've been having a drought. As a matter of fact, the, um, there, if we, we, we have well water, so we don't depend on the city, but they're already, right. uh, making people like, you know, uh, what they, you know, like you can't water your lawn if you get water from the. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So they're already imposing that. that. Uh, and I've got about a hundred and some trees, and I was telling my husband that's it. It rained a little bit last week. We cannot let it go. So tomorrow, that's that that's that that will put a lot of exercise on you, uh, which is roll out our hoses and start uh, watering these plants because we we're like on almost three acres, and yeah. Oh yeah, that's a lot yeah, of that, property. That'll take it off of you. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, you'll be you'll be sweating it too. It's it's gonna be hot tomorrow down there. Isn't I'm it? telling you, my 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 grass is crispy, which is great because I'm the one that mows the lawn on my riding mower. And uh, but yeah, yeah my mother-in-law I, does that. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm the uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not, you know that, you know how they always say that get off my lawn. It's the guy get off my yeah. lawn. Well, <laughs> I'm the get off my lawn lady, but um, not that I have such a great get off lawn. My lawn. <laughs> but uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I told him, I, I looked at the, at the weather report and it's like, I don't see rain here at all. Nothing. We cannot let this go. So yeah, there's a, there's the, the, the real life intrudes on the, uh, on the, the things going on, you know, as far as, um, you know, life goes on. In other words, you know, what, what's that line from Jurassic Park? Life will find a way. Yeah. Yeah. Life will find a way. It always does. Yeah. Dr. Malcolm, whatever. Especially there. You're, you're kind of in Jurassic Park down there. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, they, and then in the middle of this, I'm getting neighbors. Um... My chickenista, and I'm like, Hello? what? Yes, did, did I lose you? Okay, let me see. Oh, I hope, did, can you hear me? Hello? Oh, darn it. I hope I didn't lose. Darn it. Hello. Ding twingling a ling. Hello. Hello, Chris. Hello. Can you hear me? Hold on a minute. No. Marlene? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? God, I don't Hello. Know. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. Okay. I don't know why he cannot hear me. Let's see. Hello? Yes, I can hear you, but you cannot hear me. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you know what? All right, guys. You know what? I was supposed I was about to wind it down with uh with Christian anyway, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if this is just because But whatever the case might be, hold on. Let me give it one more try. 
can hear me. Here we go. Hello. Can you can you hear me, Chris? Hello. Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. I, I know. I was talking, and then all of a sudden I know. Dead. I know. I could hear you, but I don't know. I my, and I'm looking at my microphone. Everything is up and working, and it just did its weird. Uh, it's just know. the Fed. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's just the <laughs> same thing that yeah, we're getting together like that. Yeah, they're talking about all that weird shit. <laughs> they know we know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what I was telling you that, yeah, yeah, the, 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 like Dr. Malcolm was saying, your life goes on, life will find a way, you know, the, the female dinosaurs will find a way to become male and mate, and there we go, and then life will go on, like I said, and we'll look back on this moment. Um, and I, I think everything, you know, uh, you're right. I, I think you're 100% right. I think it's, we'll, we'll get, I think it's going to take a little bit longer than we thought it would. Yeah. I am hoping that the summer kills this thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm, That's I'm, what I'm hoping. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a, you know, uh, there's a lot of things. There's a, I'm, 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 I'm the eternal optimist in all of this. I just think that it's just that, like everything that, go, experiencing something where that's basically come so quickly and so radically changed everybody's life. I think that's what's going on. And let's face it, this is a new reality for a lot of people. You know. No, it is definitely. I mean, it's like I said. You know, it's it's gonna be one of these things. It is a game changer. I, mm -hmm. I don't think people are gonna look at anything the same. I think it's no. gonna change the way people live a lot too. I think yeah. it's gonna change a lot of social interaction. Yes, it is. It is, and it's and it's, um, you know that. And I'm gonna before we close down. You, you, I'm sure you've seen that movie Demolition Man, that came oh, out yeah. out in the '90s. How? Yeah, Stallone. Stallone. How? There was no, uh, basically, because of the fear of contagion, people didn't even have sex yeah. together or it was, everything yeah. was, even to conceive a child and everything was very, uh, and it's like, I'm going to tell you something, talk about life imitating art or fiction in this case. Come on. Is this it's not too far off, Marlon. No, it's not. Really, it's I, not. I don't think it is because how many people, get, you think people are going to be shaking hands anymore? No. I don't. No. It was um, like, you know, in the movie where she doesn't even want to kiss him, like, oh, you know, like, what do yeah. you mean? Exchange yeah. bodily fluid. Blah. You know, and, yeah. and when you saw that movie, it Great. was like, ha, 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 you know, and it's like, yeah. And now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now look at us. Exactly. And then. Now look at where we're going down the right. realm. And, then, and let me throw in that, that for the easily offended crowd, you know, that you, you would get fined if you said a curse word. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're not far off from that Yeah, that, that was either. funny. <laughs> you, so, you have been fined. <laughs> you have been fined, you know, everything, everything was like, you know, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, and, and the police department, of course, was totally ineffectual because they just, all they did was like, you know, show up and, but nothing ever bad happened, you know, that kind of, yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, they tell them in a stern voice, use a sterner voice. Yeah, I know, I know, and a lot of people think, oh, when that movie came out, oh, that was a great sci-fi, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, action hero thing, and it's like, man, jeez, this is, nobody ever thought that we would go be in that direction where easily offended, and... and life imitates art, right? Yeah, you know, the, the move, you know, no graffiti, <laughs> something like that. Okay, thank you, Christian, it has been wonderful, wonderful to speak to you again. And, it has um, been a pleasure. Yes, and let's see. We got to get together. Let's say after. Let's say what what, what this ends up being called uh, after the CB. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna call. I don't it. Know. We'll come up with something after the plague. Of course, after the plague. Marlene, <laughs> if you plague. 
if you ever need me, yes. I am always here for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is always a Likewise. pleasure being on your show. I always have fun. I can't believe we've been talking for almost three hours. God, that was quick. I know. I know. It's been great. <laughs> Fantastic. But please. It's been awesome. Like we talked about Thank be you so safe much. for you and your family, okay? The same. God bless you and yours. And please, everyone, be safe. Yes. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Rule. yeah. So wash your hands. Wash your I tell you what, I haven't washed my hands so much. It's starting to get dry. I start I using know, lotion I now. Know. I know. It's like, did I wash my hands? It's like, okay, you're getting a little bit paranoid. The only ones you touch were the chickens, but it's like, I got to go wash my hands again. Yeah. Yeah, but that chicken could have gotten to exactly. Someone could have coughed off the chicken. Exactly. I don't know where that chicken's been. <laughs> exactly. You'd be surprised. It's like, oh, man, conditioning, conditioning. Okay, That's darling, all take is. care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Marlene. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I got him back. Anyway, God, it's, you know, I, don't get me wrong. You know, we've laughed and we kidded about a lot of stuff that we talked about in this thing with the coronavirus and everything. And this by no means, because we, we talked quite a while before we started taping the show about our concerns, about everything, everything. The, the you know, uh, the origins, the effect, health-wise, uh, not only the economy, you know, not the obvious stuff like the jobs, which is very serious, by the way. It's very serious. I mean, there's so many levels that this has affected us, uh, whether it's the, our health, the health of our loved ones, fears for them, for ourselves, our jobs, the future of our economy, I mean, there's, this is, this, there's so many levels here that are in flux right now. So even when we laugh and things, believe it, it's, it's, it's a way to relieve the, um, the indeterminate nature of a lot of things that we really don't know where it's going to go. Okay, because let's face it, we all love our, I don't know about you, but I love my life. I, I, I feel, I think I'm very happy and I feel very lucky and blessed to live in the United States, to be American, to live the life I have. And I'm not rich or anything, but I like my, I love my life. Okay. And it's not perfect, but, and I think most people, they, they have their, their routine, whatever. And this is, you know, and most people are resistant to change and we kind of, but what I'm talking here, minor changes as in comparison to this where all of a sudden everybody has been thrown into this total out of where did this come from how did my reality switch out so quickly um and by that's why i'm saying that i don't mean i don't mean to make light of it but at some point you have to counterbalance it because if how can i say if not it just drags you down because your imagination plays havoc with you in other words you start anticipating the worst because you start thinking of the worst case scenario um and <clears throat> you know some things I, i'm hoping and i'm thinking most of the worst case scenarios that we could come up with are not going to come to pass things are going to get resolved yeah there's going to be changes yeah so what else but it's not going to be horrible changes. And as a matter of fact, we, me and Christian were talking about that. Hopefully there's a lot of positive changes that are going to come in the aftermath of all of this. I don't mean immediately, but after everything settles and then they, they, they as in we, they, whatever, um, take stock of how this was handled, what happened, how did it come about, what are we going to do now? Now we, that, how are we going to go from now on? 
a lot of the changes don't have to abs- have to be end up being negative. I think a lot of things, as a matter of fact, a lot of good things are going to come out of it. And it's almost like because we've been forced to change for the positive. You know how some people, like most people, have some have some degree of procrastinator in them, especially if it's like a change or the unknown. Well, we, and by this, even though this is a worldwide thing, but I'm going to talk here as American, an American, we've been forced to make now decisions or look at things that before we were procrastinating or we didn't even know about in some cases, which is like, what? Or that now it's like, man, we cannot afford not to deal with this or, um, think, okay, from now on, how are we going to handle this type of scenario? You know, I, I mean, so many things, people people had a, a moment here where they realized, man, things can change, come sometimes like this this thing of a buildup or you get an anticipated, you know. I tell them, we were talking, you know, I've lived in South Florida. I, I, I've known what it's to be in a natural disaster. But even then, you know, you have the hurricane being tracked out in the Atlantic for days and days and days. And you have days to, you know, uh, put stuff up on your house and your windows or if you want, you know, leave. Uh, you know, in other words, you you see things coming. And of course, especially if it's and I'm going to use the hurricane example, because that's what I'm most familiar with, where sometimes what you see heading towards you is a monstrosity. OK, um, but you always have that point of making choices and you kind of know what to expect because it's happened before maybe not directly to you but historically there's places that'll say you know what they can guesstimate you know their certain buildings you know this is what's gonna and like everything else you know this is a localized area out of the entire country where you know that the rest of the country and the government is gonna come to help you out if it's really really bad but in a situation like this where everybody's in the same boat to some degree or other, as in the whole United States, it's like, oh, you know, you know, you got better dog paddle this around, you know, and figure it out. And, you know, as far as self-preservation and taking care of yourself and your family, because that's what it comes down to. I think that a lot of good things are going to come out of this. I think that a lot of, at the, at, might take a while maybe months down the road or whatever, there's going to be some positive changes that are going to be implemented because of this. It's not all going to be negative. I think a lot of good will come out of it. It's been forced on us, but sometimes that's, I hate to say it, but sometimes that's, it's almost what has to happen for these changes to come about. Because otherwise, if we're left to our own devices, People kind of drag their butts and say, no, I want everything just to say the same as it is now. And I don't want to deal with that possibility because, hey, I'm busy. I got to go to work or I got to study or I got to, you know, uh, go to my kids, whatever. And, you know, life, life gets in the way kind of deal. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an eternal optimist. And I see that despite all the negativity and the uncertainty at the end of everything, there's a lot of good that's going to come out of this. Um, and again, be safe. Be safe and take care of yourself and your loved ones and those that maybe don't have um, somebody to take care of them as far as, uh, you know, like in our area, we have uh, that um, that next door app 
And uh, there's been people out here that for people, for older people or somebody that's housebound, that they'll go do a grocery trip for them, you know, and drop off some stuff for them. You know, sometimes that's, that means a lot to somebody that, because this is the thing, you know, everybody thinks, well, you know what, you can go and shop online and, and have an order delivered. But if you're an elderly person or you're not the computer savvy, and you might think, wow, that's so simple. Believe it or not, there's people that it's just not there for them. Especially if you're older, you know, sitting there and and and, and putting in order. And by this, there's a, I know there's a lot of people that they're on top of it, you know. They, they can go to eBay or Walmart or whatever online and Amazon. But there's a lot of people that don't. They just, they're not there. They might not even have a computer. Okay, so that online shopping thing, my point is, that's not an option for them. So sometimes, you know what they say, that you depend on the kindness of strangers. Sometimes you can be that stranger. You know, of course, you know, taking care of them and taking care of yourself where, you know, phone call or whatever, or that app, what do you need? You know, what essentials do you need? Okay, yeah, I'll drop them off. And even if they can want to give you money, they can, you know, there's ways to do it. There's, believe me, there's plenty of ways to do it. If, if let's say you can't afford to buy it for them in the sense of monetarily, all you can do is take the trip, they'll pay you but they just don't have the means or the ways of going to pick this stuff up. So yeah, I think that we're gonna see, um, yeah, we've seen people do stupid stupid stuff, but I think we, we're seeing a lot of that most, most of us are good people and we try to help each other out, even people that are strangers. So again, guys, thank you for being part of my audience. Take care, till next time, see ya.